Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome to the Drinking Bros Sports Major League Baseball Preview Show. A little bit of a day late, kind of. It already started yesterday, but we don't give a shit. It starts when I fucking say it starts. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You've told me that many times. Yeah, so go ahead and jot that down. Yeah, so it starts today. It starts right now. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host on Tomahawk, Dan Holloway, and we have two very special guests today, Ryan Spader and uh, Gary Sheffield Jr. just bought a new computer, and when he's done reading the manual... He will be joining us. Yeah. He says that the fiber's out of his apartment complex and it'll be back soon. But honestly, I don't really know what's going on with him. He may may just be being a dick to us. But we'll find out. We'll find out by the end of the show, I guess. We will. But we're here today now with who we got. Why doesn't he just... I'm not even on the internet right now. I'm I'm on 5G. Why why not just use that? Well, he's in Arizona. Uh, I don't know if they have technology there. Lives in an old uh, silver mine. Yeah, yeah, he's in Tombstone. So <laughs> lives in Yuma. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, we're here to talk about some Major League Baseball playoffs. We are a day into the wild card round. Uh, four games played so far. Spader, you and our producer are Phillies guys. How are you feeling after day one? Uh, pretty good. Um, Wheeler, Wheeler looked great. Um, the team as a whole looked pretty good. Uh, we haven't even got. You know, Bryce Harper hitting his uh, five, six, seven home runs, whatever it's going to be this postseason. And, uh, yeah, they look pretty sharp. Um, the one thing that surprised me yesterday was how poorly the uh, Rays played. Uh, they did not look good. And then we also had uh, the Twins winning their first postseason game in, like, 20 years or so. So it was uh, it was a pretty fun day yesterday. It was a good day. I love the Twins. I think the Twins, pitching-wise, I, I, that is uh... – a te- that's my dark horse team. Uh, just spoiler alert, I guess. That was my AL. Really, just yeah. I, the Phil- Phillies would be my NL dark horse team, but I don't really consider them a dark horse because it's a pretty loaded. Well, they team. were in the World Series last year with right. basically the same roster. It's hard to call them a dark right. horse. Right. My my dark. Oh, sorry, the same roster yeah, plus Trey Turner. Except now they yeah. have Trey Turner. Right. Yeah. So that's not really a dark horse team. But the Twins to me are are, are the my favorite dark horse. And then obviously. The Diamondbacks beat the Brewers. I don't have a ton of regard for the Diamondbacks, but fucking man, the, the series isn't over, obviously. But it's it's got to be just miserable to be a Brewers fan at this point. Yeah, I mean I, they they just can't put it together offensively. They're like the the Pittsburgh Steelers of Major League Baseball. But I don't know, man. The Steelers have a pedigree still. It's it's almost like like who's a good NFL team that never wins? You know, like they're always like competitive but ne- like the bills almost or something but at least they even made super bowls yeah it's it's like the bears it's it's just maybe, and yeah. it's a good fan base and they have talent every year and it's just they're just hapless in the play i remember they came into the 2021 nlds against the braves thinking like oh we're gonna brush them aside this is our year look mm-hmm. at our fucking rotation and every year they just miserable things happen to them yeah well yeah it- you remember when um, they had uh, Sabathia and um, uh, Victorino hit the grand slam off mm-hmm. and yep. uh, took them down? I don't know if you guys remember this. Uh, it was going around like social media at the time when like Brewers fans were so desperate to make the playoffs that some fans started a website that I think still exists 
called Pee Your Pants for the Brewers. <laughs> and like a group a group of fans agreed that like if they make the playoffs, they're all gonna get together and just piss themselves. Oh my god. Wow, that's uh something. Pee your pants for the brewers.com. Oh, it's not there anymore. They didn't re up the Yeah, their Angel Fire account expired, I guess. <clears throat> that's fucking uh, like, fantastic. Like, Gar- like Gary. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's fucking great. Uh, any, any, uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I, and I mean, there was like 10,000 people who signed up for this, too. That's Milwaukee. First off, at least 30 people every game at Miller Park or whatever the fuck they call it now are pissed in their pants. That is low key <laughs> one of the drunkest fan bases out there. Oh, yeah. for sure. Well, what, what else do you have to do in the freezing cold but get drunk all the time? And oh, yeah. also, I've said this on the show before about attendance and stuff, but Milwaukee sends. Um, these little short buses painted blue around the entire city. Yeah, all all of the little bar, like the little uh, uh, bar towns in in Milwaukee, and drives by the bars, honks the horn. Hey, does anybody want to go to the game? Get in, free rides to yeah. and from, and they'll bring you back to the bar afterwards as well. Do you remember a couple <laughs> weeks ago when we did that story on the Packers bar that if Aaron every time Aaron Rodgers loses. A game he starts, mm. it's on them, the bar, all the tabs on them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was a Milwaukee yeah. bar, and I was looking at yeah. the website. All, a, all those psychos that ran up those tabs and then still had to pay because the Jets won their first game. Uh, that was a Milwaukee bar, and I was looking at their website, and the, they, they had like a bus schedule for fucking Brewers games and shit on there. So same people, exact same people, fucking lunatics. I feel bad for them. I feel bad for the Brewers and their fans, but, man, it's just. And, by the way, Zach Allen didn't pitch yesterday. Zach Allen pitches today for mm-hmm. the Diamondbacks. Like, yeah, that's, yeah that's I think that series is over. <laughs> Fuck, you're fucked. I don't like. Good luck, man. Can't you can't score? Whatever. Um, but yeah, man, let's get let's get into walking through these series, starting with the wild card round, I guess. Yeah, well, we can start with that Blue Jays twin series. Um, you know, the Twins look I, again. I, I I'm not sure you can call them a dark horse in this series. I think they're clearly the better team, um, even though the record doesn't necessarily reflect that. But they have. Like the, I feel like the Blue Jays have, if you look at the names, like, all right, that's better. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the analytics, the Twins seem to clearly be better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Vlad Jr. has got some kind of weird hitch in his swing this year, and it's, it's had a, a significant impact on their lineup. It's weird that they haven't fixed it yet. In this day and age of like every single fucking movement you make, on right. a baseball field is captured. Somehow they haven't been able to fix this guy's swing this year. He he went from, uh, you know, perennially nine hundred plus OPS down to seven eighty eight this year, and it started early, and they never fixed it. He still you know put up decent numbers, I guess. Um, but this isn't a sophomore slump. This guy's been in the league for three or four years now. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's starting to get concerning. But yeah, up and down the lineup, you see names. Obviously, the, everybody's <laughs> kids, right? Bichette, Biggio, and uh, and Guerrero. But even still, like George Springer. Fucking Matt Chapman and yeah, uh, it's still yeah. It seems like they built a team around uh, like legacy names or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I kind of wish um, uh, Gary had already joined us. So we well, he's he said shit. he'd be here in two minutes, which in yeah, uh, so so yeah, so we could give him shit because you know you got Vlad Junior in the in the show. You got the <laughs> shit. You got you got Biggio, uh, but then we got Gary. Yeah, Gary Sheffield Jr. on the sidelines. Well, he took the right path, right? Which is to talk shit about people instead of actually doing stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that's the smart move. 
It makes life a little yeah. easier. Uh, but this series, yeah, it's it's uh, the the today we've got Barrios going for uh, for the Blue Jays. Fair enough, he's good. One point one nine WHIP, not bad. Uh, his record, eleven and twelve, is not great. Doesn't get a lot of run support, and that's why. Uh, on the other hand, you got uh, you have uh, uh, Sonny Gray, who has been fucking lights out this year. To be honest, if he if he hadn't missed some starts, he might be uh, a Cy Young candidate. You know what I mean? Uh, or or, or uh, uh, last year, I mean, he would have been a Cy Young candidate this year. I don't know. He may win this year. To be honest, I mean. The Twins also have, um, and he went yesterday, mm. uh, my personal favorite pitcher in baseball is uh, Pablo Lopez. I, mm. I think the guy's an absolute stud, and, you know, he figured out how to strike guys out. So he's just, he's a weapon, man. He's dangerous. Yeah, especially in the playoffs, racking up Ks is, is huge. Sonny Gray, um, he's had a great year, though. I mean, 8-8, eight and eight, whatever. Obviously, fuck wins doesn't really matter that much, mm-hmm. but a one one five whip, two seven nine year. I mean, you got to ask what the team's record is with him in the game, and this is something I said about Blake Snell as well. He had a very impressive run towards the end of the season, um, and the record's good, and blah blah blah. Not as many wins as Strider. Strider was in the game. Uh, Snell doesn't pitch out of the fifth inning very often, right? Yeah. So I think you should lose some points for that. Um, the Braves and Strider starts, I think, have are like twenty eight and four. Or some shit, like some crazy yeah, number. Yeah, crazy like that, you know which I mean? is why he has 20 wins. Yeah, so he keeps him in the game. I think that plays a role, too. But anyways, yeah, he's uh, he's legit. I like that dude. I like the way he plays uh, baseball. But I don't know. Who's the leader of the Blue Jays, do you think? Like, who's the leader on that team? It's not Vlad. Nah, it's got to be Gossman. And Gossman, that's not really his personality. I love. I remember when he was on the Braves. He's a funny dude, kind of a goofy dude. Doesn't mm. really seem like a clubhouse organizer no you know what i mean I, no. I, I and i don't really think that's a good unless you have like a scherzer type of dude i don't really think that's what you want your pitchers to yeah. be doing i mean i like him i he's he's a, a good he made a couple of mistakes yesterday um was wild in and out of the strike zone so that's not great mm-hmm. right um but who i don't think anybody had uh lewis hitting two home runs on their bingo card <laughs> Um, you know, that kind of shit just happens sometimes. But as far as the series go, I, but even before this game, I would have picked the Twins to win the series. Yeah, I didn't, have a, I didn't have terribly high regard for the Blue Jays, who I feel like kind of backed their way into the playoffs. Why, why, why is there so many, like, you know, you speak of Gosman, and it reminds me almost of Arietta as well. There's so many guys, and, you know, the Orioles finally pulled it together. And they, I mean, shoot, they won 100-plus uh, ball games. Um and they finally figured it out. But there's so many pitchers who were with that organization who were just trash with the organization. Um, and then they leave and become absolute studs. Yeah. Like Gossman, Arietta. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> there's a couple other ones too. And um, it's just kind of, it's kind of mind blowing how many different pitchers have started out with the Orioles, sucked, move on at like a league minimum contract and become absolute stars. Yeah. I mean, we'll see if they can hang on to these people. Now they got a pretty short window. Uh, what are your, your, your thoughts? You, I, the twins are a dark horse for you. You think the twins are going to win the series? I, yeah, I would have picked the twins outright. And mm. I, I kind of like, I mean, um, 
obviously either either one who wins but i think it'll be the twins brutal matchup in the second round with the astros who are yeah. like the best playoff team of the last 10 years just in general mm-hmm. like i wouldn't bet against them in any series yeah but i just like the astros have been this has been their weakest year and i like i don't know this every year typically there's always one wild card team lower division winner right last year was the phillies the year before it was the braves um so I kind of like the twi- uh, the twins. To me, feel like uh, e- obviously easy going to beat the Blue Jays. I think at this point, but I think they I think they're a real threat to the Astros. And I don't necessarily hold the Orioles in that high of a regard. I think they had a great regular season, but I don't love their roster as a playoff team. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's not a lot of depth and experience, and the bullpen. We'll see, right? I think yeah. they blew like 34 saves this year or something like that. I and even in the rotation, I, I know they they made some additions at the trade deadline and stuff, mm-hmm. but I just don't don't love the rotation either. Welcome to the show, Gary Sheffield Jr. Thanks for uh, fixing your internet. He's got to unmute himself. You're on mute, bud. You're on mute, real quick. There we go. There we go. There you go. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, um, I just went cellular. T-Mobile. <laughs> no baby. word. What's your uh, thoughts on this <laughs> Twins uh, 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 Blue Jays? series i actually had the twins i had minnesota minnesota's been buns in the postseason for a while but to be honest with you i think a lot of that had to do with the yankees <laughs> and just the fact that they kept playing us yeah <laughs> i mean it's just the luck of the draw and they obviously they were never going to be a higher seed than the yankees over the years so they just got beat up but i think minnesota right now they i mean they got rid of our like arias and all that stuff to go get a starting pitcher it sets themselves up to actually be able to compete in these games. And I think their offense is good enough. I think their offense is just good enough. This Toronto team, I don't think is that good. In my opinion, I don't think this is a good postseason team. They're not set up for the postseason. They don't have a, as deep of a lineup as I think people are giving them credit for. So I like Minnesota in this series. And uh, not to brag or anything, but every single one of my selections to win the series won in game one. So I'll take it. <laughs> Hold up. So I want to I want to say I already said it to you guys, but I think the reason why Gary hates the uh, Blue Jays is um, is probably because um, they've got a number of sons who are playing on the Blue Jays, and you know yeah. he, he he just couldn't cut it himself. They never <laughs> they never called me. They said they love bloodlines <laughs> and all that stuff, and like who's got a better bloodline than me? The thing is about the thing is about it is I'm taking my talents to the golf course, so mm. hey, they don't I, have to worry I'm, about me. 509 combined uh, career home runs between you and you and your old man. Yeah, Vladdy Jr. overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I believe you could beat Vlad Jr. in a foot race right now. No yeah, no you certainly could beat him in a foot race. Yeah, like um, I think there are certain. I think there's definitely some athletic things you can do better than Vlad I mean, Jr. right now. I mean, yeah, he's built like Medea, so I would assume <laughs> I could. That man, so, yeah. uh, I, I look at him and I'm like, you know what? He is not Vlad Jr. He is David Ortiz Jr. <laughs> no yeah, joke, man. Right. I mean, look, dude, <laughs> yeah. if, David Ortiz, if David Ortiz is you know, willing to fuck a drug dealer's wife, he might fuck her. You know, who knows? And he could do anyone. Yeah, I mean, just the prime minister of Canada is Fidel Castro's son. So yeah. it's, not, it's not that out. Wait, that, that, is, that, is that why David Ortiz got shot? Oh yeah, yeah. He was uh, he. Not only was he banging her, but he bought her like an eighty-five thousand dollars SUV or yeah. some shit. Yeah, and that's how the guy found out. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty fucking funny. I like I, I like Dave. I don't want him to get shot or nothing, but that is pretty funny. <laughs> that's a pretty low bar for liking somebody. By the way, I don't want you to get shot <laughs> <Right>. or nothing. <laughs> when you're making that type of money though, and you smell the way that David Ortiz smells, I mean, 
why wouldn't you think that you could? Yeah. Oh, right? does he smell bad or good or what do you say? No, he. It's actually more of just how much he wears. He smells good. He, mm. You can smell him from. I kid you not. This is no exaggeration. I'm not trying to like talk behind his back. I really love the guy. You can smell him from 40 feet. <laughs> so he's like a little old lady at church. He just dumps in a it Chanel on. fucking suit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys were taught by your mothers to. It's just two sprays. You're not supposed to. I mean, you're not supposed to bruise the cologne. My mom always told me one spray on the neck, one spray on the back of the neck, and you're good. I it's go on the people, chest. I go on the you go on chest. the chest as yeah. well. Okay, yeah, because I'm planning on getting clearly. my shirt off at the earliest possible opportunity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ortiz yeah. <laughs> Ortiz is easily a five sprayer. 100%. Oh man, five is too much. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like uh, I don't know how much is too much, but I know five is too much <laughs> for sure. I don't know where the line is, but that's over it. He just goes just right from neck all the yeah. way all the way down to dick and balls. <laughs> it's like fucking just dumps uh, it after shave. He's just yeah. Good lord! Like he didn't even have to shower; he could just spray. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're all in agreement here that the Twins are going to win this series. Then, yeah, I yeah, think I even think. even if they hadn't won, even if the series hadn't started yet, mm-hmm. I think I, we all like the Twins better. All right, next up is Rangers Rays. Now the Rangers are up one zero, and today we've got Eovaldi going against Eflin. Now they didn't Texas didn't know that Eovaldi was pitching until today, so that's interesting. Um, what are your thoughts on that? I, you know, I love, I love Eovaldi. Would he start the all-star game? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's great. <laughs> Eflin's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good matchup. I kind of like the Rays in this game though. And, and, and still to win the series just cause like, I mean, the Rangers held on tight and it took how, a fucking thousand Rays errors to get that win. It took a lot of errors. And then they had, um, you, you saw the, sh- the lack of depth in their bullpen with Chapman being in the eighth inning. Yeah. Right. Like that, that you can't, you're not going to get deep. They may win this series. They may win today and, and get in uh, to the next round, but they won't get far than that. Yeah. With, with having to bring your fucking closer in and the eighth inning like that, it, not, not eighth inning with a, like a favorable left, left, right, right matchup or, uh, you know, uh, or some extenuating that's later in the series and your bullpen's a little bruised up or some shit like that, or it's the final game and you just want to get it out of the way. It was the first fucking game of the playoffs mm-hmm. and they had their, uh, electric closer in in the eighth inning like that 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 to me is a warning sign i will say if i'm the if i'm an orioles fan i'm fucking praying the rangers win today yeah well they've done okay right yeah. against uh against him no, nobody wants to play the freaking astros i don't think uh what do you guys think so uh, just on evaldi um he's somebody who i've always liked uh, even when he was with the Marlins, I'm like, this guy has electric stuff. If he can learn a two-seamer and learn how to move that ball a little bit, he's going to start striking out some guys, and he's going to be dangerous. I um, I do have a little bit of a grudge against him because I once bet on him to uh, – actually, I think he was p- pitching for Gary's Yankees at the time, and I bet on him to um, uh, uh, randomly to throw a no-hitter, and he had like – seven and two thirds no hit innings and i thought i was gonna win this like plus fifty thousand dollar bet and um uh he ended up uh either blowing it or getting yanked i can't remember um but um yeah i i I do really like him uh another thing that i want to bring up and i'm curious your guys thoughts on um i think that the wild card around if you come out of it on top like you, you know, you win the wild card round. It's really benefiting that team because you're able to build momentum while the other team is sort of just lying in wait. 
And I think that's something that really benefited the Phillies last year. Yeah, I agree with that. What do you think about the Braves playing these simulated games in uh, in Atlanta right now? Nah, it's bullshit. Doesn't mean <laughs> they're anything. doing it in front of fans too. They like so. I, I don't know if they're selling tickets or just letting people come in for free. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're selling tickets because I mean, <clears throat> but it's like an inter squad game in fucking spring training, basically, which they're trying to ramp up the intensity for. I don't know how I feel about that though because in the NL, that's what happened, right? The two mm. wild card teams made the NLCS, but in the AL, it was the two yeah. buy teams, and then the buy team won the fucking World Series. Like it's the Astros, I know, who are just like. Like I said earlier, October savants. I mean, they were a juggernaut last year. They're juggernaut every year. Yeah, juggernaut. (laughs) And I'm still pissed at the Astros. Now, uh, granted, you know, I've been an advocate of the Astros for a long time, and I've stuck up for them in terms of the cheating nonsense and the fact that they weren't the only team doing that. And uh, I'm sure Gary would back that as well. But um, I was so ticked because I had placed a $1,776 bet on the Phillies to win the World Series. And um, it was like to win like 68 grand. Oh. And uh, yeah. And then they're up to, they're up um, two to one in the series and I'm all stoked. And uh, MGM reaches out to me and they're like, Hey, we'll buy your ticket back for like, I, I think they offered me like 31,000. And then I was like, hold on, let me do the math. And I'm like, it's worth thirty eight, uh, $38,520.59. Uh, I'm not selling you shit. <laughs> and um, so I didn't do it. And then they end up, of course, blowing it. Uh, and There's Ryan insult- again, getting his own way. Yep. Yeah. To, to, add insult to, in- to add insult to injury, uh, McCullers invited me to one of the World Series games. Uh, so I went down to Houston, and it was the one where they went down um, – Three to two. Oh, that's uh, that's pretty fucking brutal. Yeah, just take brutal. that money, yeah. bro. Well, <clears throat> you know, you win some, you lose some. Gary, what do you think about this series? To be honest with you, I chose Texas, but at the same time, uh, you just brought up a role as Chapman. Uh, you know, I'm an experienced vet when it comes to Chapman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that dude, I call him Chipotle diarrhea <laughs> because he is just a human barbacoa diarrhea machine he just goes out there and sweats that's all it's really what he's doing he's I making like these four- hot takes from fucking chef today <laughs> <laughs> it's like 14 million dollars and, and don't get me wrong i'm all for players making as much money as possible because like people always talk about aaron hicks making 10 million 10 and a half million all these guys the chris davis crush davis with baltimore all these bad contracts bonilla i love seeing dudes on the golf course who are paid out i love it like, I have no problem watching these guys get paid. But when it comes down to predicting a series, if Aroldis Chapman has to get on the mound, prime or not, the dude just is, he's got to be one of the least, Ryan can attest to this. He's got to be one of the least clutch pitchers of all time. Whether the Astros are cheating, whether it doesn't matter who he's facing, I feel like in my nightmares, I see a walk off three run bomb and the pitcher is Aroldis Chapman just like, prancing off the mound yeah. with a smile Pe- on his face i don't see anything else people forget too because they won this world series but man he was ass for the cubs in mm-hmm. that world series <clears throat> i mean like i think i personally think that yeah. madden kind of ran him into the ground because he was out he there did. like it, yeah and especially in the last third of the season yeah but i still though dude i like it was getting to the point me watching the series i was like how are you putting him in again they they can they've seen him so much like they have him right. clocked 
Yeah, it was like Luke Jackson. Yeah. Anytime he pitches. Yeah. Even even when he's good, I'm like, I fucking hate you. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He he was uh, to your point about the Astros and cheating, which I think um, other teams also cheated. And Ryan Spader says that his attorney says that's his opinion yeah. or some shit. I don't know how it works, but <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> He, regardless if the guy knows the pitch is coming or not, that was a shitty pitch. It was fucking inner third of the plate, belt fucking high. And it's Jose Altuve, who's a fucking perennial all-star, likely Hall of Famer. Yeah. Like, sorry, man, you don't get to fucking, you, you don't get to just blame the buzzer on that one, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, like, you like if that, if that I, pitch is low and away, he doesn't hit it out. Yeah. He knew it was coming. I'm like, it was a slider down the dick. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's not like he, it's not like he jumped some changeup that was in the other batter's box. I mean, yeah. it was a, it was the one of the worst pitches you've seen. Yeah, it was so, right down the fucking. He's got that. He's got that on his resume. He's got the Rajah Davis homer on his resume. Um, yeah, he's been pretty much a disaster late in the season. But who's the who are the other relievers? You know, on Texas that are going to pick up that slack. It's why, even though they're down one right now, my gut tells me that. Texas is not going to be able to pull this off. Now, Eovaldi could come out and throw fucking eight innings of shutout ball tonight. Yeah. like Not likely, probably, with this lineup, but maybe. And then they win, and I look like a dick. But um, <laughs> that seems like the odds are against that, I think. And if they all, like, if you're, if, if you're the Rays, and look, the Rays do this. They play this small ball style they have since the inception of this fucking organization. They need to be taking pitches, right? They need to be fucking working counts and getting through, getting Eovaldi off the mound. Because as soon as that happens, they're in the advantage immediately. Right. It's, I wonder how many le- they left on base yesterday. Because they were getting, <clears throat> I feel like, a couple opportunities. I was watching with Dan, because Dan bet it. Um, <clears throat> bet that he took the Rays live and uh, didn't work out. But it just, I don't know. The depth, and I just don't, the Rangers, they they did well to um un- seven left uh, on base. Yeah, they did well to unfuck themselves. One for six and with runners in scoring position, that's not going to get it done. I just don't. I just don't see the Rays losing to the Rangers. I, like I, I think the rain I, today is a must win for the mm-hmm. Rangers because I don't know who the fuck is starting game three. I guess Dane Dunning. Like maybe yeah they they don't have a guy listed for game three yet so who knows but yeah it's uh, we'll see I think that that's the that's what they should have done yesterday though. Like, you know that coming into the series, you know that the Rangers have a shallow bullpen. Why are you fucking up there hacking all the time? Why, why, did, uh, uh, why, did, why did Montgomery get through seven innings with only 93 pitches? That right. should be impossible. If a, if a team has a shit bullpen or, or a shallow, not, not a lot of great relievers, and you let the starter go seven innings in this day and age of modern baseball and only throw 90 pitches, that's fucked. Like, you've made a, that's a managerial mistake, in my opinion. I know at least once they tried to bunt because Montgomery made that great catch, yeah, uh, which was good props yeah, to him. Good. But yeah, I was uh, didn't love the strategy. And then obviously the errors were. Yeah. That's I don't think that's going to happen again though. Well, we'll see. Um, next up is uh, uh, Diamondbacks Brewers. Uh, we were lamenting the the poor Brewers fan base a minute ago, but you know the Diamondbacks. Y- you could say that they kind of stole one last night. You know what I mean? Because. Yep. I don't know who the fuck their starter was. Fat. I don't, I don't even know how to pr- pronounce his name. It, it looks like, like fat, fat, right? I mean, it, yeah. But they still end up winning that game, and now they've got one of the top five pitchers in the National League going tonight. Yeah, for a close, what is effectively a closeout game. Yep. I mean, literally, yeah. They win this game. They're through <laughs> Zach Gallen versus Freddie Peralta, who's good in his own right. Um, and Milwaukee is actually favored in this game, which I find interesting. I mean, they're yeah, they're well. the better team hard quotes on that but like i don't really 
don't really love the the Brewers roster. No, I don't. That seems more situational, doesn't it? Like there's a team that's risking elimination. Chances are they're going to even the series. I think Vegas is probably just doing the yeah. It's it's a split more than likely. If a team loses game one in a in a series best of three, you're gonna they're gonna win game two. Okay, I I think that's what that's at play because Arizona right now, like yeah, you can argue Milwaukee might be slightly a better team, but in my opinion, Arizona. Arizona could easily win this game. I mean, I don't think I, I have no I, I don't see any reason why Arizona can't just go in there and win game two, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think they will win, honestly. Uh, I'm I'm with you on that, Gary. Um I think that um I don't think that Vegas is necessarily making that decision in terms of ha- having them be favorites. Uh I think it's mostly the people betting on the game thinking like that, thinking that, hey. Uh, they're gonna not, they're gonna tie it up. You know, their their backs are against the wall. They're gonna tie it up, um, and um, it's it's causing the line to swing. And I'd be willing to bet if you if you check the history of the line, it probably has swung. Um, but I, I I personally I like Arizona in this one. I, I'm 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 not somebody who's gonna bet against Zach Allen. No, I'm not betting against Zach Allen at all. And I would have picked the Brewers prior to the start of this series because I kind of. They've been under the radar, but really competent all year. Yeah. And obviously, I like Corbin Burns. Good shit. composition of a of a roster, yeah. But it's like I don't know. I just feel like the Diamondbacks have the momentum. Corbin Carroll's a fucking stud. Yeah, it's a it is sincerely a pleasure to watch that dude play baseball. He's like a switch hitting Acuna almost. Um, he he's really fun to watch play. And came out in his first ever playoff game yesterday and just lit it the fuck up. I expect him to do it again tonight. If you're, I'm going to look at some player props later and see what he's up to. But I think that dude's going to do some shit tonight. Um, Diamondbacks definitely win this series, even if they lose tonight, which is with Gallon going, that seems unlikely. But I think they win no matter what. And next up, Marlins Phillies. <clears throat> now the Marlins threw everything they had at the Phillies last night. Right, Lazardo is their best pitcher uh, that's healthy, anyways. So it, it seems like this one's probably going to be over today, frankly. Uh, now, we, we've got some issues with your starting pitcher. Um, he's had a shit year. Just terrible. Uh, and it's Delco tried to convince me that it got better as the season went on. Yeah. Uh, it got better for one month, and then it went right back to shit. But also, he gets owned by the Marlins, so... Not the best. Uh, yeah, he he pitched. Let's see. I actually looked this up. Just through day. his career with the Marlins, he sucks. He pitched the, against the Marlins twice this year. Zero and two, six seventy five ERA. Okay. Um, and then in September, yeah, he, he was zero and two with the six seventy five ERA against half the league. So that's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so he had a good August, but September he went back to five starts, five forty seven ERA, zero and one, uh, only twenty six innings and five starts. Um. Yeah, I. What, what do you think about tonight? At least tonight's game, I think the the Marlins might have a chance. I mean, Braxton Garrett's a so, good good pitcher yeah, too. He is, yeah. So because obviously I'm biased, though, I'll let Gary take this one first. In my opinion, this was like one of the easier series to predict. I thought Philadelphia is just like completely overmatched in Miami. Um, you you brought it up already. The health of Miami, just not having their best starting pitcher, is just not good. So, I mean, the reality is for me is I think that Philadelphia is a team that's set up where, like, how's Trey Turner playing the last like month and a half? I mean, 
Ever since Philly fans did the opposite of what Phillies fans do. Yeah. This might be why they're, right. they've been cursed their entire fucking existence. Yeah, maybe instead of throwing batteries, you assholes should have applauded somebody. <laughs> so, so really, Philadelphia's fans learned about themselves yeah. during that experiment. Yeah, you stop whipping batteries at J.D. Drew and you're a fucking dynasty. Nah, right. J.D. Drew... J.D. Drew can absolutely get fucked. Um, <laughs> he deserved that. He, he refused to play for the Phillies, and he can get bent for that. But at the same time, I also have to tip my cat uh, cap to J.D. Drew because it also brought the Phillies Pat Burl, who is a Philly legend. Mm. Um, uh, we we knew him at, in college as Dr. Burl. With a PhD, um, and that's a professional hitting degree. Yeah, he uh, played uh, third base for the for the uh, uh, Hurricanes, right? Miami Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah there he was some, who, for, who else was on that team? Somebody else was on that team that was in uh, well, I, Major League Baseball for a while. I know uh, he um, he was coached by uh, Rob Cooper, who coached Penn State for a while, and uh, uh, unlike. Gary here. I I wasn't good enough to play in college, and uh, Coach Cooper made me an honorary whatever the hell that means. Penn State baseball alumni. Uh, when I gave, um, I did a, a, I don't know, keynote speaker for their um, uh, first pitch banquet, and um, he he played for Coach Cooper for a while, and they also had um, was it Austin Kearns. Maybe uh, Alex Cora was on that team. Okay. Oh yeah, Cora was there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I completely forgot about. That. I was a bigger Aub- fan of Burl's work. Aubrey Huff uh, was on the next year. It so. seems pretty easy to be likable in Philadelphia, in my opinion. What do you mean? Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like you just all you gotta do is put in effort. <laughs> They do respect the effort. I mean, look, I'm a Braves fan. I hate the Phillies, (laughs) and I hate all of you who like them uh, with a passion. Um, But it's hard not to like Bryce Harper, to be honest. I don't understand any any hate that he ever gets is fucking beyond me, even when he he was with the Nationals. I didn't get it. It's like this dude comes out and plays his ass off. You Say what you want if you think he's fucking – if you don't particularly care for his brand of attitude or whatever the fuck – but that dude plays hard baseball every single day. Every single pitch. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's what the fuck. How, how can you not like that? Isn't it straightforward, though? Bryce Harper, it's like you... It, to me, being liked in Philadelphia, and it's the reason I say it, is so easy, is because, like, how can you not know what they want? They just want you to be... You know, slick your hair back, <laughs> slide into first base, and appear like, like, appear like this game is the most important thing to you. And as long as you do that with some level of performance, I mean, Trey Turner, he's no one's ever questioned his work ethic. I mean, the guy plays hard, he's mm. sliding, he's fast, all that stuff. Philadelphia, they were trying not to dislike him. They come out and do that little experiment. I don't even think, to be honest with you, I don't think they recognize that this is like a, they're the problem type thing, <laughs> but they're going to come out there and start cheering for Trey Turner. Now, Trey Turner turned it around. And he already was showing the effort. Philadelphia fans, what no matter the sport, are just waiting for you to play well. That's all it is. So, you pl- that's all they're waiting for. They don't. It's not like Yan- the Yankees fans because I'm a Yankees fan. We are legitimately. If you play bad enough for long enough, we are legitimately rooting against you. That's not every fan. That's majority. Philadelphia fans are not that way. 
they'll like you as long as you're trying. And Bryce Harper, no matter what, is one of the hardest working athletes, A, that I've met because I played with him growing up, but that plays in the major leagues. I mean, the dude was running out ground balls when he first came up into the big leagues, and that lasted actually for a while. So I love Bryce Harper, personally. Gary, to your to your point, and I, I got to give a, a another hat tip to um, Jack Fritz. He's a producer at WIP. He's the one who started the movement. Um, good friend of mine, really good dude. Um, to your point, I think part of that ovation and part of the reason why Jack was like, hey, let's get this thing done for Trey was the fact that he took accountability immediately. He's like, I lost that, that ball game. Uh, it was my fault. And he took accountability immediately. And uh, he got a he got a lot of respect for that. And I think that's why people got behind the movement. Yeah, Trey Turner, yeah. by the way, since uh, the beginning of August, in about 200, 205 at-bats, it looks like. Uh, or, I'm sorry, 215 at-bats. 16 home runs, uh, 42 RBI, hit about 320. Yeah, he's back. He's terrifying. Yeah. He's one of the scariest players in baseball. He is. He <clears> was, <throat> I mean, like, he's like the least talked about five-tool dude of the last decade. I don't understand. I yeah, it's weird. I had him on fantasy like two years ago, and it was just like fucking free wins every fucking week. Like, that dude just racks up numbers. Mm. And he's cool as shit, by the way. Um, like he's a, I don't know why he's not marketed more, but he's a quiet guy, I guess. But uh, yeah, Bryce Harper, Har- impossible to hate, and I fucking hate the Phillies. I always try to like juggle who I hate more, the Mets or the Phillies. Right now, it's the Phillies because the Mets are pathetic. I but- I love the Mets. <laughs> it's like watching the Mets no, as a Braves fan. Watching the Mets. the Mets play baseball is like instant karma. It's like when a dude is being a dick in traffic, and then he fucking gets out of his car and walks into a fucking pole. Yeah. That's what the Mets are to me. It's wonderful. Terrible. They're all terrible so, people. One last thing on uh, Bryce Harper is um, I think when he initially got to Philly, it kind of seemed like his old, like, you know, Philly loaded attitude was uh, was phony. Like contrived, but yeah. I, 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 I think at this point, he has, like, really fully bought in to Philadelphia and Philadelphia mentality. And uh, I do believe him at this point that, like, you know, he wishes he played his entire career. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, Dan, what was your opinion on the Mets, real quick? Mets are terrible. Hate them, but I love to watch yes. them because they're just the most incompetent. It's like their fans. Anytime there's any, it's a, it's almost like the Cowboys. Anytime there's any kind of modicum of potential success, they're like, "Oh, fucking here Look you out. go. You guys better watch out, fuck the Braves." And then uh, Pete Alonso's like, "Yeah, throw that shit again." It's like, "All right, cool, buddy." Enjoy your one home run for the season, yeah. asshole, because we're going to win the World Series. Um, yeah, it's, you know, love, hate, I guess. Like, I, I hate them as an organization, but I love how incompetent they are. The Mets are like uh, Madonna. Mm. They, were, they were just the shit in the <laughs> 80s. And it's like a whole bunch of plastic surgery. They just reconform, and they're just, their face just looks all mangled. <laughs> And they'll they'll like throw out one good song. It's called Four Minutes, and then next thing you know, that's like they can't stop talking about it. Yeah. So mm. to be honest with you, the Mets are just so far removed from reality, in my opinion, 
I think that's what makes them so enjoyable for Braves fans to just watch be tormented because they, they just don't have any understanding. They'll literally just like sign a free agent, win 81. They'll win like 74 games the previous season, sign a big free agent and be like, we're coming for the World Series. I'm like, you guys are, you guys are as delusional as any people I've ever met. Yeah, and 81 wins later. And that's the difference between the Phillies and Mets for me is that the Phillies I hate, but I, I take seriously. With the Mets that I hate, but I don't take seriously. Mm. You know what I mean? The Mets are just funny. The Phillies are they they they'll, yes. they'll jump up and bite you. Um, I thought the Phillies were going to win this series from the jump. Yesterday didn't change that for me. I do kind of think maybe the Marlins pull it out today. We get a three it's game possible, series. Yeah, but the Phillies will win. I, I just, like if you yeah. if if it's close tonight between the seventh and ninth inning, Harper will hit a home run. A fucking mark it tower, down. Yeah. Mark it the fuck down. That's going to happen. By the way, the uh, uh, Mets, Yankees, and Padres spin a combined. Eight hundred and seventy-eight million dollars, eight hundred seventy-nine million dollars on payroll this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zero playoff. Not one playoff game Dude, for a t- billion dollars. Why don't you toss in the Red Sox too? I don't think their their payroll is the very Red Sox low actually slashed payroll. They were down they to one eighty one eighty three. Oh, okay, all right. This year, yeah, not bad. Um, yeah, but the Angels they were at two thirty. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> Cannot get show Dude, One eighty three, man. You can afford that on a. That hard seltzer revenue. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll look into it. Yeah, maybe we'll sponsor the fucking Red Sox sometimes so they can <laughs> hard, win. Some hard, hard AF seltzer, right? Actually, we should. You should you get. Guys- <laughs> you should get hard AF in the Philly stadium so they go back to just booing all their players. No, they. I mean, look, it's a happy drunk. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, there's right. no such thing as happy drunk in Philadelphia. Come on, yeah. yeah, they're out there. I, I, you know, you know. The funniest part about this is as soon as they win this one series, uh, the short series. Philly DPW starts to have meetings about greasing up all the fucking light poles so you assholes don't climb up them. That's how, that's your city. Oh I just want you to know that everybody knows that you guys are fucking shitty. Yeah, but I think like, like insects, they've evolved very quickly and can already, they can <clears throat> get through the grease. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? They climb a light pole. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, Philly, Philly fans have definitely evolved uh, their, their, um, uh, climbing abilities and can still climb up those poles. But I'll tell you, uh, just as to your point, uh, and it always makes me laugh because I think about how stupid I was in college. I was 20 years old when the Phillies won the World Series, and um, I was at Penn State on the clinching game because I went to it initially, but then I had to go back. And I don't know if you remember, it rained out for like three days. And, um, so when they clinched, I was at Penn State and we all ended up like parading in the street. And uh, I'll never forget, I um, I saw somebody wearing a raised jersey and I was so blasted that for some reason I to be a good idea to go and uh, attempt to bite this individual. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I just feel somebody grab me by the collar and I'm, I'm arrested. And it turned out to be... Um, who um, uh, was was a Marine at the time, uh, just retired, actually. And, you know, he probably saved my ass from getting arrested and possibly charged with, like, assault. Well, you're something. lucky it wasn't Daniel Penny, because he would have choked your ass to death, right? <laughs> That's a brutal joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think the Phillies win this series easy. So second round, everybody's pretty much on board. It's going to be Twins-Astros, right? Yep. <clears throat> um. The Twins have absolutely no chance to win that series. 
You know, the the uh, logic in me agrees because, like I said, the Astros are the best playoff mm. team in the last decade. Um, but fuck it, dude. Give me the Twins. They're oh, my dark don't, horse. Don't I just I just like them. I don't know why. Are you it's kidding a sh- me? Are it's you a kidding short me? series. I'm taking the Twins. <laughs> it's a short series got- where they have to face Verlander and Framber Valdez. I get it. I get it. This is it's a dumb pick, but I just I just like it. And anytime Jordan Alvarez is involved in something, it makes me nervous. To be honest, yeah. that dude is a fucking killer. I can't go against. I cannot go against Houston uh, there, <laughs> especially given the fact that you know you're burning. Unfortunately, you're burning Pablo Lopez, who I think is. I mean, we're talking about dark horses. I think he's one of the dark horse better pitchers in the league. And then you're burning Gray. Mm. Uh, what are you? What are you going to have left? Yeah. And to, to be to be fair, the this is probably the weakest rotation the Astros have gone into the playoffs with at any point during any. I think runs. it's the, I mean, week, the weakest. The colors hasn't pitched all year. And, yeah, he's you out. Know, he's Javier's he's been got really like a five forty eight ERA. Yeah, it's, it's and it's, Hunter Brown's got like a five ERA. The, it's a it's a low, it's a weaker Astros team, but look the back end of here's the here's the whip of the three four and five guys in Minnesota's rotation. That is assuming they win in two, maybe they don't, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh, Joe Ryan's whip one one seven, Kenta Maeda's whip one one seven, Bailey Ober's whip one oh seven. That it is a one through five rotation. Mm-hmm. All all of them limit base runners well, and like uh, I think Spader said earlier, the the lineup is just good enough. I just this is just my October roll of the dice pick. Yeah, you're just you're channeling that 2015 uh, uh, Royals energy right now, and they, it's not going to happen. That's fine. So you can. That seems like a March. Delusion. That seems like a March Madness pick. It like, is like uh, just rolling with the momentum. It is. It is absolutely a March Madness October <laughs> fucking Go, weirdness pick. Going sure. with the. Uh, who was that team in uh, Chef? Who was that team? March Madness. Uh, they were like a twelve or thirteen seed and ended up in like, like the final four. Just, or like oh, no. Saint Peter's. Yeah. Saint Peter's made the Butler, elite eight. Yeah. Beat Kansas. Yeah, it's been a lot of those. That was a long time ago, man. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Uh, so moving along, let's have, let's get back into a rational conversation here. <laughs> so Rangers or Rays are going to play the Orioles. I don't know which way that's going. Regardless if it's the Rangers or the Rays, I don't know. I'm going Orioles. Either way, I mean, I know they're young. No matter what, I I know they're young and uh, unexperienced. But um, I got I got my World Series, and again, there's some bias to it. But I got my World World Series as Phillies or Orioles, and unfortunately, um, I I think that Orioles are going to take that. Yeah, I think I had. I think Baltimore's inexperience is eventually going to have an impact. I just think eventually we're going to say, okay, that's the young team. We'll start talking Hopefully about Jackson Holiday. Hopefully it's in the World Series for you guys. So, yeah, I don't I don't remember who, who did I have in the World Series. I think I had, gosh, I think it was Houston and Atlanta, and I had Atlanta winning. So, yeah. Yeah, I, like I know. I think ev- Yeah, I think eventually – that inexperience for Baltimore, I don't think it's a talent thing. I really don't. I just think that there's too much experience on these other teams. And it, it just seems like you can look at it and make an argument. Like every time I feel like I look at Houston, you'll go year after year after year and you'll say, well, their pitching got worse. They're pit- they lost Cole. Their pitching got worse. And then Valdez shows up and shoves. So it's like, 
they always just find a way in terms of starting pitching to keep themselves on the field. And then when it comes down to it in these playoff games, the margins are so small, they're just so razor thin, that it really comes down to a an eighth inning at bat between one lineup versus the other and who does what. And it just seems like Houston finds ways to just never die. Always. Like they'll just like like you said, it's just Houston is the best team of the decade. They know exactly what they're doing when it comes down to it. And I think the, ser- the series are going to come down to those type of moments. And I trust Houston in those moments. I just do. So, dude, you bring up Atlanta. And the way that I view the Braves is sort of how I viewed the Dodgers for like a decade. And this is a team that's built for 162 games, not necessarily for a postseason series. And um, that's why I kind of think they didn't have success last year in the postseason. And it's why I think they won't have success this year. And it's the same reason why I think the Dodgers will not have that success. I always say that they won that World Series because the regular season was only 60 games. So they didn't have to play that 162 to get there. And um, I think that's that's kind of why they took it. So To be fair, uh, though, Ryan... Like you have to really think about it. If you make a prediction that a team is going to not win the World Series, you're probably going to be right. Like other than the Yankees in the early True. 2000s and the late 90s, no one freaking wins two or three World Series. Like realistically, if the Dodgers actually did what they thought they were going to do, they should have won probably three, three World Series championships in the past ten years at least. So the them winning one World Series championship, I know they're happy about it. I'm sure they're thrilled. But we all kind of agree that they thought they were going to be winning more. So realistically, if you came into the postseason this year and you said the Braves are going to lose, you're probably going to be right. Like some weird shit's going to happen. Like the who knows, right? Like Houston will just have some stupid bounce happen. And then next thing you know, it's like Houston and some random National League team. Like the freaking Brewers will be there. And right. like, that's Major League Baseball for you. It's just what it is. And we'll yell at you about that Braves comment in a second um, when we get to that series. Yeah, you're uh, full of shit there. Uh, but uh, I would have agreed with you. La- actually, I would have agreed with you last year. I think that's accurate an accurate assessment. Yeah, I, I same. Uh, but we'll get to, we'll get to that, Ryan. Yeah. Uh, with the uh, Orioles series, I think it's to- totally dependent on who they play. If they do catch <laughs> the Rangers, I love how they match up with the Rangers. Mm. I think they're similar teams. Yeah. Um, but a, th- te- a team that's going to grind it out and have guys who perform in big moments against a young team like that has the advantage. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. I would take Baltimore over the Rangers, but I picked the Rays to beat the Rangers still, mm. so I'm going to take the Rays in there, and I would take the Rays over the, over the Orioles. Okay. Um, I think the Orioles are going to win against the Rangers, and that's, I think the Rangers are probably going to win this series. Um, next up is Diamondbacks Dodgers. To be honest, the Do- this is the weakest the Dodgers have been during this whole run. Yeah, right. Their pitching suck. They have nobody to pitch. I don't. At the, this point. the back end of their. We talked about it in the Braves big series with the Dodgers. I think in August or early September when it was basically for um, the one seed, mm. um, and we were just so unimpressed with their lineup after four. Right, one through four, the Dodgers are insane. One through two fucking insane obviously but like man it falls off a cliff and the pitching is a mess right now it's not great i mean they had a team era over four so that's not great uh for you know but so do the braves you know um the what what concerns me most is the rotation like 
what's there. It's like Clayton Kershaw, sure. He didn't pitch over 25 games this year, so yeah. maybe he's good in the playoffs. We'll see, right? He never Ta- does, though. Yeah, time will tell. Uh, but Gratterall's been up, and he, he's always a huge deal for them. He's been up and down this year. Now they got Joe Kelly. He's a fucking dog, mm-hmm. right? Evan Phillips good in the, the, the bullpen I'm not concerned about. But after Clayton Kershaw, like, do you want Lance Land as your number two starter on a fucking playoff team? I don't think so. No. Uh, not at this point in his career. He's more of a four or five guy. And to your point about the lineup, <clears throat> man, it, it falls off precipitously after five. I mean, look. I mean, badly. Betts and Freeman are both in the top four for MVP voting, mm-hmm. along with Acuna and Olsen. Incredible there. Love Will Smith. Um, and then uh, Muncy's great as well. And then there's one other dude who I'm like completely blanking on right well, now. Well, James Altman had a great year. Too. Um, but like it's there's nothing there after that. Like no. it's really, really weak in that lineup. Um, well, I I feel, I feel like they're feeling the hurt from um, you know, losing Seeger and even losing Bellinger. I know Bellinger didn't have it there, and maybe he needed. Uh, I don't generally believe in like the change of scenery thing, but maybe he, that's what he needed. And he just had a monster season with Chicago. So I know they're feeling feeling that hurt, not having that type of bat in their lineup. I, well. I, I don't agree. I disagree with you on the change of scenery thing for Bellinger because I don't think he ever knows where he is. So yeah, I think he's high all the time. Yeah, like honestly. he's he. I and my support lawyer, that. My lawyer says to, my lawyer says to say that's my opinion. <laughs> I support that. I don't. Uh, my lawyer doesn't give a shit what I say. Uh, yeah, but I ch- change of scenery might be a canard, but a change of coaching is not right. And I don't know if that played some role in there or not. But yeah, this se- this seems like a weaker team. But uh, man. The Diamondbacks have great pitching, certainly. One and two, mm-hmm. they have great pitching. Uh, and they've got a competent lineup. Are they going to be able to deal with Betts and Freeman and Monty? TBD on that one. Like yeah. I, I don't. To me, that's kind of a coin toss. I can see that one going either way. This, this, this would be the toughest series for mm-hmm. me to pick, whether it's the Brewers or the Diamondbacks. Although now, I think it's going to be the Diamondbacks, obviously. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. You know what, man? I don't know. Give me Arizona. LA has been... <sighs> They've been rough in the playoffs, like the, it was just all decade. I know they had they've got a couple pennants and obviously the World Series, but they've also choked away some 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 DSs as well. And it's just like we said, this might be the least impressive version of that team. Um, they will see Gallon once. Obviously, they won't see him twice. I think, or actually, the way the scheduling works out this year for the DS, it's like only the each team only needs to throw out three pitchers. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause there's breaks or something like that. Um, I don't know though. I, I think I err on the side of the Diamondbacks or the Brewers, honestly, if they come back, I, I, I just don't like this Dodgers team. Yeah. I mean, I think the D backs, if I had to, if I had to gun to add, if I had to choose, I would choose the D backs. What about you guys? Uh, Ryan, I'm definitely going D backs there. Um, like I said, I, I, I think that the Dodgers, you know, they have, they have a good squad. But I, I think it's a squad that's built to win 100 games, not to win um, four out of seven or three out of five, it, it, either way. Uh, just as I feel. I know you said you guys are going to chew me out, but uh, just how I feel about the uh, the Braves team. I don't think that it's a team that's built for the postseason. So we'll see, though. Well, that brings us uh, to Gary. What's up? What do you think? Dan, you know, to your point, though, you brought up Arizona in that 
like essentially we're all agreeing that Arizona has a top heavy rotation. Mm. I think that's like fair to say Zach Davies, they DFA'd him. He was really only in the rotation because of injuries. They didn't have anybody like Zach Davies was just a human dookie machine. He just gave up rockets every inning. He gave up like five runs in three innings of work. It was just atrocious. Right. But Arizona, it just kind of showed you their organizational like lack of depth at the position in pitching. So to me, Arizona's got a shot just because this is more of a transition year for the Dodgers. The Dodgers don't have that depth because they're assuming Shohei Otani is going to be in their uniform next year. They're going to be putting all their eggs in that basket. And I think if you're going to hit, if like if Arizona is going to beat LA, it's right now. So Arizona is going to throw a big punch earlier in the series. And to me, if LA grabs hold of the series, they're not going to let it go just because of being a veteran team. But I think Arizona... They've got to strike early, take an early lead, and get some comfort going. Because without that, they're not going to have a chance. Who was the uh, third starter on the 2001 Diamondbacks? No idea. All I know is Byung Young Kim was closing games. Yeah, yeah, sort not, of. Not well, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was attempting to close games. Didn't he like disappear and everybody thought he was dead, and then he popped up somewhere? I think I think there was a death rumor about him. <laughs> I actually made a sign in 01. I went to the, I actually went to every single game in Arizona. I made a sign that says, we still love you young. And they blew the next game. (laughs) Maybe the Phillies uh, fans learned it from you. It seemed like, um, their rotation was Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, Randy Johnson, Kurt Schilling, and Randy Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Pretty much felt like that. Yeah, that's right. So uh, the you got to think that the Diamondbacks are going to try their best to make it Zach Gallon, Merrill Kelly. Um, but Zach Gallon, Merrill Kelly are not Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling, frankly. Uh, hey, what about Fat? Uh, yeah, the fat, yeah, yeah, I can't <laughs> with that. I don't, I don't even getting that. Getting that first win was so big for them with um, Fat. Out they there. stole it. Yeah, uh, absolutely yeah, did. So <laughs> if they can go ahead. I'm definitely going to take them if they can go ahead and close it out tonight. Mm, Um, Because then you're going to get Kelly. uh, You're probably going to get, I don't know who you would get in the second game. And then, um, then you might go back. They're going to, they're going to rehire Mad Bomb to come. Yeah. Yeah, Right. Um, I think so. Game two of the NLDS is Monday. So they might get gallon. What's today? Wednesday. They would have gallon going game two. They would have Gallon going two or three. Yeah, I don't know. Do you bring him back on short rest for game two? I mean, it's a five-game series. So you kind of almost have but to. But is it right? so if he pitches tonight, today's Wednesday, so yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Four days. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you could – I why not? Yeah, I mean, honestly, against the Dodgers, you can't <laughs> fucking hold back. Yeah. I, like, I, I think they could have Gallon ready for game two, uh, well, regardless if they close it out tonight or, yeah. or tomorrow um, because he's obviously not pitching Well, tomorrow. time will tell. I think if, if they're able to – get gallon in for game two like that advantage diamondbacks for sure yeah because it's you're you're gonna see merrill kelly v clayton kershaw in game one obviously Mm -hmm. um tbd on kershaw's performance you never know with them in the playoffs so um next and most importantly is phillies braves um explain precisely why you think ryan this is for you why you think the Phillies are a better suited playoff team based on roster construction or whatever it is, whatever point you're going to make. So before I start uh, firing my gun into the air, <laughs> I at least have the information. 
So uh, the Phillies don't ha quite have the rotation that the Braves do, but the rotation that the Braves have is a full rotation. The Phillies have a short rotation. They got Nola, of course. They got Wheeler, their ace. Uh, Christopher Sanchez has been fantastic. They got Ranger Suarez, who it remains to be seen whether he's going to be in the rotation or the bullpen. But he's had a lot one. of success against the Braves in the past, right? Yeah. Um, <coughs> has he? Yes. Um, so, See, there's uh, the, delu the delusion already right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that the uh, the Phillies in a in a short season, if you will, or a series, bode well against the Braves, and um, perhaps it's my uh, delusion, as Gary said, or my bias. But um, I, I, I'm taking the Phillies again. They did it last year. They're going to do it again. Enough with that. This is why you don't hire people from fucking Philadelphia ever. That actually just came out of his mouth. He's yeah. genetically able to make that noise being from. <laughs> they cannot look inward. They can't. Yeah. They cannot do it. Dude, this is. So last year, I agree that I think the Braves team was not necessarily a great play in a great place for the playoffs with yeah. Acuna not being fully healthy. Olsen not having that great of a year. And yeah. the lineup was deep, but not amazing. Yeah, it, um, it was nowhere close to what it is this year. And there, then, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait till my uh, my friend, Dr. Wills, and I know he, she's a friend of uh, Gary's as well, studies the baseballs from the Braves games this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, see, it, I, it didn't seem to like... see how juiced they were. It didn't seem like they did what they did with Judge last year towards the end of the season, at least. Like, it seemed pretty consistent until the end, but... Uh, it does feel like sometime in midseason they may have been fucking with the baseballs. Um, last year you had uh, Freed coming back from injury, so that's not great. Um, Strider w had pitched more innings than he had ever pitched in his professional life, right? Yeah. To his and you could tell, right? It was starting to affect him. Yeah. And uh, the only real reliable starter we had going to the playoffs last year was probably Morton. Uh, Kyle Wright. Had a nice Play, year. Uh, as a be, playoff starter, though, he didn't look great in the playoffs. Freed had a great year last year, and he, if you remember in game one, and this happens to Freed sometimes, mm. is cause he gets Babbitt, he got Babbitt to death. There's yeah. a lot of dinks and dunks off, and that yeah. happens. It happened in game two of the World Series in yeah. 21. Um, yeah, I don't... This team, to me, is... This is one of the rare teams that is built both to win 100 games mm. and win in the fucking playoffs. I mean, Strider is a fucking stud. Max Freed's a stud. Um It'll be probably Elder as a third starter. Yeah, I would. I would think Elder. If it, if but it, the way the the way the DS is scheduled, we yeah. only need to use three. So it'll be Elder yeah. game three, and then back to um, Freed and Strider in in game. Yeah, should it be necessary? Which means you have Charlie Morton to do you know a little bit of. Fucking, no, he's on, he's out for the DS. For oh, that's right, he is out until yeah. Uh, next week. Yeah, um, yeah. It's this lineup is crazy. I mean, until about a week and a half ago. They were on pace to have the highest OPS since the fucking 27 Yankees. They're the first Major League Baseball team in history to slug 500 as a team. They have the same WRC Plus as the 27 Yankees. Mm. But fuck all of that. But everybody's getting the same baseballs in the playoffs. That's what Spader would say, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm um, just saying, like... he's a hater and a conspiracy theorist. We've talked about this all year, and I... I look, I'm blowing Hey, I'm always stuff. right. I'm always right. <laughs> I've always been correct. Look at... I don't know if it's... No, no, because I have the Charlie Manuel tweet pinned... But I called out the Aaron Judge baseballs, what, in May, maybe? Yeah. I was like, these are different baseballs. And I turned out to be correct. And, of course, I had to say it was my opinion um, because that's what my lawyer tells me. 
Right, right, right. <laughs> but um, I was right about that. I've been right about the cheating stuff. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's it's going to be a different ball game once we um, once we have Phillies Braves potentially. There's, this is it's a better version of the Phillies, I think, this year than the Phillies team last year. I was like, man, that lineup was just so deep and with power. Mm. Every fucking guy in this lineup is capable of hitting between twenty and fifty home runs. I mean, there's nowhere to hide. There's yeah. fucking nowhere to hide. <clears throat> yeah, that's the and uh, Marsh, Marsh came out of nowhere. He did. I mean, actually, uh, I was impressed with the second half that Bohm put up. I, I I was you know his his first half was okay it was, but I'm like yeah is this the best you're gonna get out of this guy I'm looking at, forget about this year in the playoffs and stuff for a sec I'm looking at him next year thinking this dude's gonna have 35 home runs he's gonna fucking have an OPS over 900 probably next year I mean yeah, he really developed into a fucking legit dude Boom's great and by the way breaks my heart to say Bryce Harper playing pretty good first base uh yeah he's gonna you could put that dude on the fucking moon and he would be a good astronaut he's just yeah. he's a stud at yeah. life. I, <laughs> That's um, a great line. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I really do believe a lot in him, Gary. What do you think about these guys? I know you like the Braves. And you're the only um, objective voice for this series. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I almost hesitate to even give my answer because I feel like it's going to feed Ryan further into delusion. <laughs> but the thing about Ryan's take about Philadelphia having a good chance, I do think Philadelphia has a chance in this series. I really do. But at the same time, this is postseason baseball where weird stuff happens and you have to overcome that. And obviously like Atlanta, yes, they're coming into every single series, no matter who they play as the better team. And there is a pressure with that. No matter like whether people want to agree to it or not. Oh, that's that thing. Oh yeah. The, I was, I was hearing about that. The countrywide emergency alert system. Yeah. Where was that on nine 11 asshole? Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, it's just, when we're going to argue Philadelphia, oh, now my phone's going off. Mine too. That's national, so dumb. It's a national alert. It's the dumbest shit in That's the world. That's unreal. Is it mine too? Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Every yeah, fucking every phone in the country. country. What the hell is stupid. it for? Because yeah. I turned off those. It's like for an emergency line. I turned off those SOSs because like, I'm not going to help. I'm not going to find anybody that's missing. So stop right. sending me messages. This is like that thing um, that, that yeah. gave that guy in Hawaii a heart attack because the guy hit the wrong thing <laughs> and told him it was a real. And like he sent a real emergency alert. Oh, like yeah. nukes are on the way. And a guy in Hawaii died <laughs> thinking he was, he was yeah. about to get fucking evaporated by a North Korean missile. Yeah, well, that's the wrong response. That's really like if you think a nuke's <laughs> coming, you got to do what that fucking dude at Pompeii did. L- lie down, start pounding on. Yes. That's my opinion. Yeah. Anyways, continue with your hate. Yeah. So Philadelphia does have a chance in the series, in my opinion, because all really good teams have a chance in any series. Mm -hmm. I mean, but at the same time, I think it's a little far fetched to say that you're going to predict a team that has a chance to win the series. I think it's almost like an 04 where my dad's Yankees lost. And then people came up to me and afterwards and were like, yeah, I always had a feeling that that Yankees team wasn't going to win the World Series. I go, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> no one, no one thought that that team was going to lose. Really, you you guys thought that they were going to come back from three zero, and then that Dookie St. Louis team that was waiting yeah. for them in the World Series was going to beat the Yankees. You didn't think that, yeah. like so, like realistically, I, I think Atlanta is coming into this year. I completely agree with what you just said. Is that Atlanta is they're better offensively, more well-balanced this year than they ever were. And, and from all phases of baseball, they're just a team that's built for 162 games, which I love the point that Ryan's bringing up about being built for a 
macro season, like this whole thing, building yeah. up stats. Because that's the raise problem every cool. single year. Every single year, it's the raise problem. Exactly. Stats are awesome. Like having a dude hit 50 bombs and then telling me this guy can hit 30, that guy can hit 30, our eight hitter hit 25 homers. That's really cool. But the sample size is shrunken so much that you have to judge the team based on how they're built for this only. And that's what Ryan's arguing. And in my opinion, they are built for this short sample size as well. They're just a well-balanced attack that can hit for average. They steal bases. They do it all. So um, I have Atlanta winning the World Series. Yeah. I, same. Uh, Phillies, though, certainly can win any series they're in. I think they're this is for not, the NL crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, to be honest, man, these are the two. I, from my perspective, I think the Braves and Phillies are the two best teams in baseball. I know the Astros are kind of on the come up, but it's been a rocky year. Their rotation is worse than it's ever been at any point during this 10-year run. For me, the Phillies and Braves are clearly the two best teams in baseball. They're the two best teams. I think they're yeah. the two teams best constructed for October, and I will throw the mm-hmm. Astros in there as well just because sure. they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pedigree over there, certainly. Right. But this is, well, again, you got to yeah. have pitching, man. Dan, to your point, man, uh, it, it's honestly kind of a shame for the game that it there's no chance for like a Phillies-Braves uh, NLCS. Yeah. Because I think that that would be awesome. Yep. Yeah, I think um, this deserves seven games yeah. all under the lights. Yeah. All, all, you know sure. what I mean? On yeah. its own night. I think like, the seeding for playoffs should be, uh, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it is kind of just how it is sometimes. But anyways, let's say uh, I think some of you have the Rays, some of you have the Orioles going to the uh, ALCS, but everybody agreed that the Astros are probably going to go. Uh, twins, maybe. Oh, you you got the twins. I got the twins in okay. the ALCS. So who do you who's your ALCS winner? I honestly, so I picked Twins Rays. Uh, I think the Rays pull it out over the Twins in the in the CS. I think the depth comes into play eventually, and the fact that uh, now, granted, who knows? Maybe it snows in every Minnesota home game, and you know the end of October. But uh, I think just the Rays are just yeah. better. Uh, I got th- Minnesota I've, Tampa. Wow. Yeah, I've got the Astros. Obviously. Um, <laughs> what about you guys? Uh, I'm man, going I, I mean, uh, Orioles. Yeah, Orioles for me. I, I, I just that's a horrible ALCS. I'm going to be honest with you. Twins Rays. That's horrible. Well, that that essentially is just saying the National League. That's like saying the Braves and Phillies. Like whoever wins that series is going to win the World Series. <laughs> Dude, right? I'm going to love watching the Twins Rays ALCS. I'm going to have a blast watching that. And the rest of the country's not. But I'm gonna- yeah. Well, yeah. no, no. The rest of the country's not going to be watching that goddamn <laughs> game. So that's a problem. You're going to have a blast, and so are uh, twenty thousand other fans. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Joe uh, Biden will be in attendance. I, I could in see the, race, the Orioles pulling it out the though. Have Nineteen thousand people show up to their playoff game. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. pathetic. Nineteen thousand seven hundred is the lowest amount since nineteen nineteen since the Black Sox ruined fucking baseball. And honestly, you got to think at least five thousand of those are Dallas transplants. Uh, probably, yeah, yeah, or just probably. Texas transplants in general. Bitch. I mean, it's fucking awful. <clears throat> um, yeah, but the the, the, the the Orioles could, you know, uh, it's just like I feel the same way about this year's Orioles that I felt about. Um, like the 2019, 2020 Braves. You know what I mean? It's like they're close, super close, a little young, but the Braves were ahead of schedule. They won in 21, and I didn't really expect them to. So we'll see. Shit. Um, and then for the NLCS, we've got either D-backs, Braves, Dodger, D-backs or Dodgers, and then Braves or Phillies. I think we all picked the D-backs. Okay. Well, did I've got we? yeah, I I did. I've got D backs versus Braves with the Braves winning that series. I think the I had L A winning. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I think the yeah. time, I think yeah. anybody that the Braves play other than the Phillies in the National League are going to be completely overmatched, and it's not going to be much of a series, uh, to be honest. Right. So, Dan, I agree with you uh, in terms of those other two teams, mm. but I, I, like I said, I, I think the Phillies get out of that, and I think they walk through. The oh, if they do, it's either way: Phillies or Braves versus Diamondbacks or Dodgers. I think that. The, the the NL East team wins that series. I think going away. If the Braves play the Diamondbacks, they, those were it's you know it's not it's a different time of year. But um, both of the series against the Diamondbacks with the Braves this year were kind of rough, like kind of tight. They uh, play good baseball, yeah. yeah they give us I, a lot of trouble. I think it maybe like Braves in in um, a uh, nervous six. You know what I mean? Like it's it looks four two doesn't sound like it was that bad, but it's like maybe it's two two and then the Braves yeah. rip two off. Uh, like uh, it's. <coughs> The Diamondbacks just have they've played the Braves tight all year. They're a pesky team. Sure. Uh I word honestly, on the street though is that Acuna is out of his mind right now. Yeah. And if you look at the stat sheet, he's definitely out of his mind. He had one of the best seasons in Major League Baseball history right now. He's uh, uh according to Wash, he's super butthurt that he didn't that he wasn't really part of that World Series team. Yeah. And he wants to come out and show out. Now some players, you might look at that and be like, oh, he's going to pressure himself and do this. I don't think Acuna feels pressure like that. I don't know. what I for, I, I kind of feel like there's just uh, Latin circus music in his head all the time. <laughs> That's all he hears. There's nothing else going on up there. It's just like, da, 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 uh, Trout da, da, feels pressure. Yeah, and he, he like he he's one of those guys, and Harper's the same way. Jordan mm-hmm. Alvarez is the same way who the, the – and, and uh, you know, soft guys are usually like this as well. Uh, the more cortisol that's running through their body, the fucking their vision narrows. They yeah. get really fucking locked in and shit. Um, I don't know. I think he's gonna fucking have a crazy year here or a crazy playoff here. But let's just say, Dude. go ahead. Sorry, uh, this reminds me and something for you to just note for when you do have Andrew Jones on. Um, you got to ask him about. So he tried to talk Acuna and. Um, uh, Albies um, out of signing those contracts, yeah, because he said you you guys are going to be worth so much more than that, um, and they are. Oh yeah, both of them. Yes, those contracts are those contracts are atrocious. They honestly, what's funny? This is how bad that contract is, and and I'm here to tell you guys, everyone here, my dad never talks about baseball. I'll just be flat out honest with you, never talks baseball. We talk about golf ninety nine percent of the time. The uh, the 1% that we talk about Major League Baseball, he talks about Ronald Acuna's contract. I kid you not. <laughs> I mean, they, they, did buy out, they did buy out all of his pre-arb and arb years. So to yeah. some degree, some of those deals make sense. But I think Albies is a little bit better. His is only eight years. Albies is... He, he's making thirty five million. I wouldn't even. Call I, I know, it. I know, but like at least for the length of time, it's a little bit better. Acuna was a ten year deal, so they bought out. Four I'm telling years. you right now. I'm telling you right now. So when I talked to Andrew about this, mm. he was like, "I told them straight up, do not do this." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad they did. Yeah, I'm glad uh, I didn't listen. Maybe to Maybe we could start a GoFundMe for these. Glad poor guys. there's no. Well, no. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. By these the way, poor, these uh, poor guys. Yeah, yeah, right. Bob, you uh, sent me some of this data the other day, but I'm looking on ESPN's website. Uh, this season, Acuna, um, three eighty five batting average, uh, three ninety on base. Uh, 641 slugging for a thousand thirty one OPS when the count is zero and two. Um, 
That's not bad. That's right? it, he's a fucking animal when the count's zero and That's two. That's absolutely insane. retarded. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. I, I with I mean Acuna is the best player in the playoffs. I, I yeah, think. But, certainly. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah, I have the Braves into the World Series over okay. the Diamondbacks. So um, I've got an Astros Braves World Series again, which is you know. Uh, I think the Braves, if that does happen to be the case, I think the Braves cruise it. I think the Astros ha- are, are weak in pitching this year. Uh, and I think actually the if, American if, League in general is kind of weak. If that does happen, uh, I won't be watching. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> You're watching. We're going. Bitch. I, you I know, what I hope, though, I hope, I hope you're right on Saturday. half of it. I hope you're right on half of it. I hope the Orioles make it because I want to go to Camden Yards for a Braves Orioles World Series game. Camden Yards rules. Yeah, such I a love good ballpark. It's it's I mean, amazing. It's, it's, in a, it's in a complete shit city, but yeah, well, it's in some ballpark. Luckily for them, uh, pretty much every American city is a piece of shit now, so they, it's it's yeah, not. It doesn't but, look quite as bad. Um, but yeah, so you've got. Uh, Spader, you got Orioles, um, Phillies, right? That's right. And I, unfortunately, I think the Orioles are going to get it done. What I, makes you say I don't that? Have, um, I don't. The, the team just seems like I don't know. I, I I hate saying this as a analytical and a numbers guy, but they have that you know intangible it factor. Um, I, I think that they will be able to pull it out, and and they're gonna. They're going to rally in this postseason, and they're going to push forward, and they're going to be a force going forward uh, in in the American League East for for a long time. Yeah, man. <clears throat> if they can find a way to um, you know pull in Alex Anthopoulos and get some of these guys signed to team friendly ish deals, um, particularly Rutschman and Henderson, a couple other guys, um, they could they're going to be around for a minute. Yeah, with the Yankees sure. and Red Sox both kind of reloading i guess i don't know and what the red sox are doing i don't know we, what we can fuck. talk about that on another show i don't yeah, know what to talk about that insane. stupid shit and then uh, you, the blue jays i think are overrated as fuck yeah do you guys do you guys remember uh who was it who was that rookie pitcher i think it was david price um who just like showed up in the um postseason out of nowhere and then you know became great for years yeah for the that's kind of what I, what was that like 2011 yeah, or something 2012 eight. Was it was it away? Oh yeah, it may have been away. Yeah, you're right. Against the Phillies, that's a long time ago. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I see coming from um, Grace in uh, what is his last Rodriguez. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, he's Grace, good. Man. Yeah, that's that's what I see coming from him uh, in this postseason. I really see him showing up and um, being a dominant force for that team. Uh, Gary, who you got for the world? Who's in the World Series? Who's winning? I've got what you have. I, I have um, I have Atlanta and Houston. But what's funny about it is that like I have Atlanta winning the World Series. I just think they're on all levels of the field. They're just better. Yeah, uh, Acuna. It's it's like one of the rare opportunities. A team that just won their best player has a chip on his shoulder because he wasn't a part of it. Like how often does that happen? Yeah, it's a team that's better and also hungry. So I just think that mix leads to a Braves World Series championship. But me personally, I'm actually rooting because, like, I'm not trying to be biased here. I mean, you know me. I these teams are these are not some of my favorite teams. They're just not. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a Yankees fan. It, it pains me to talk about all these teams. But seeing Philadelphia win a World Series would be so cool. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a huge Bryce Harper fan. Like him strictly. Trey Turner again. I don't I, I don't know why we don't talk about Trey Turner. He does everything Acuna does. He really does. Acuna might be at a different level, but when you talk about five tool guys, we throw that term around loosely. 
just because a guy steals 20 bags. Trey Turner legitimately can do everything. I, he is capable of stealing 70 bases. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. he just wasn't on base enough this year Yeah, it, it, early in the season. F- yeah. 40 homers. I mean, he, didn't, is, he didn't even get caught this year. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking crazy. Well, what, he stole 30 and had zero uh, caught stealing, right? Is that right? Trey Turner is yep. going to win the MVP next. Well, year. you got to put it, you, so. In my opinion, you got to put an asterisk on on that because these are fake stolen bases. Ricky Henderson would steal <laughs> three hundred stolen bases <laughs> a season with these rules. The stolen base, the stolen base is a joke this year. It is. <laughs> Everyone stole forty. Everybody. It's crazy. I think uh, like we, we, Turner's stolen like 50 before, right? Or 45, 46. He's stolen yeah. a lot of bases in the past. For I think sure. he got 49 one year. Yeah. By the way, He's, there's only one, two, three dudes, four, four, only five people stole more than 40 bases. Hold okay, on. And how, really? Yes. Only five. A lot, a lot of 30s. I think there's like 15 people that got up to 30, maybe. 12 people stole 30 or more yeah. bases. But there's year. a lot in the high 20s, too. I mean, it was a good year for What I bases. wonder. How much were stolen bases up just in total? Uh, let me look. Versus last Almost year. Almost a thousand. Almost a thousand. Um, okay. I think 700 or so. But uh, how about the fact uh, that two of the fastest guys in baseball, Trey Turner and Corbin Carroll, are white dudes? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, we we got to do something about that. So it was uh, last year. 20 let's call it 2500 steals and then this year 3500 yeah so it was right at right at a thousand give or take some change um the most so <clears throat> 3503 stolen bases this year uh is the most since 1987 where there were 3585 when so everybody was actually running 80 more well everybody was also on all the gas right <laughs> and ricky henderson wasn't the fastest dude on any team he played on he was the best base dealer yeah. um there there were a number of dudes on any team he was ever on that were like just faster well, than him but there's a difference dude. between top end speed and quick reaction right uh and he's the best no, 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 nobody will ever do anything close to it. He stole 130 fucking bases in a season. Come on, man. How, how about the fact that he had a season, and, and I'm going to muff these numbers a little bit, even though they're my own. Um, when he was 22 years old, he stole, I think it was, and you guys probably have the numbers right in front of you. He stole, I think it was um, 69 bases and was caught like 20 times. And then when he was 39 years old, he stole... 70 bases and was caught like 12 times yeah it was uh 56 and 22 at 22 and then when he was 39 he stole 66 and got caught 13 times there you go i mean that's a that's fucking ridiculous yeah but that was also 1998 and something else was going on in 1998 you guys remember (laughs) they were just happy he only yeah (laughs) they were just happy a batter only got to second base yeah yeah Yeah. hold on and not to get off track because i love ricky henderson uh I got to tell you real quick about the time. Uh, so Tim Raines invited me to this Hall of Fame induction um, because he thought some of the stuff that I did uh, on him helped him get enshrined because I, you know, did a lot of numbers stuff on him. And so he invited me, and then he invited me to the banquet. And the banquet the night before, I'm sure Gary's been to uh, one or two of them. Um, the banquet the night before is sort uh, of black like people a don't go to bank. We don't go to banquets. What do you guys call them? <laughs> You're not black. <laughs> what do you got what do you guys call it what do you guys call it banquet something else Ooh, black people yeah it's just like after church i guess um 
just hanging out. <laughs> just hanging out. <laughs> no, honestly, when you, when you go to church for four and a half hours, there, there is oh, no that's a good point. Yeah. You're exhausted no after party. all that praise and worship. Gary, Gary didn't, you, didn't you pay attention to your, uh, your president of the United States? You know, you don't vote for him. You ain't black. So anyway, <laughs> I show up. I show up to this banquet and I'm, I'm sitting at the same table as Ricky Henderson and I'm like all freaking out. I'm like, Holy shit. I don't usually get like uh, starstruck or anything. That's Ricky fucking Henderson. And so I slammed like five Labatt blues. Of course they had Canadian beer at his, uh, at his thing. And then I sit down, I introduce myself to Ricky Henderson and I'm like, Hey Ricky, how you doing? Uh, Ryan Spader. I, I, you know, I introduced my, I don't even mention the fact that I'm in the Marine Corps. I'm like, Hey, you know, I work for the sporting news and basically in the most charming way possible, he asks me, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> and and uh, I explained to him, Hey, you know, Tim Raines thinks that some of this stat work that I did helped him get into the hall of fame. And, uh, you know, told me that, I, I had stats on his own career that he didn't even know. And Ricky Henderson, again, in the most charming way possible, goes, uh, what you got on Ricky? <laughs> and so I'm so excited. So I pull up a Ricky uh, Henderson that was, a, that was a really good uh, rendition of Kurt Lazarus right there. <laughs> <laughs> I pull up a Ricky Henderson stat that I got, and um, I'm, I'm thinking there's no way he knows this. And at the time, um, the Seattle Mariners had 79 lead off home runs all time ricky henderson has the record at 82 of those 79 three of them belong to ricky henderson and so i show ricky henderson this and he does like a double take looking at his phone or at my phone and then he flips it back to me and he goes ricky no all ricky stats <laughs> that's uh so he's got three he he played for them for half a season when he was 41 years old and hit three lead off home. Three lead off. What the fuck, man? Yeah, well, they don't make them like Ricky anymore. Fuck um, and they never will, hopefully. Because uh, I, I just don't want any... Con- I don't like the comparisons between players. Ricky's an, a unique player in Major League Baseball history. Um, and I had a good time watching. You know, he's, he is the reason that Tim Raines didn't get in the Hall of Fame in the first place. Oh, yeah. Course. Yeah. Well, you, should write, because- you should write the same article you wrote for Andrew. What was it? It's not a crime not to be Willie Mays. It's not a crime not to be Ricky Rick- Henderson. Well, that, that's what I did mm. for uh, Tim Raines. And, um, you know, it's just because Tim Raines played at the exact same time as the greatest leadoff hitter of all time. So that's what he was compared with. Yeah. And um, I, I do think the same things happen to Andrew Jones. Um, and I think I honestly, uh, and some may disagree with this, I think Andrew Jones was a better fielder than Willie Mays ever was. Oh, the the numbers suggest that he's about twice as good, frankly, right? Uh, and and a he's shorter a playing career as well. I mean, definitely. Like we we've talked about these numbers before, but he's markedly better on defensive run saved and a couple other key defensive metrics. Uh, uh, you know, f- whatever. I, I don't know. We we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I think I think he gets dogged because of. Uh, his latter years, which weren't that great. He fell off but, a cliff. Um, yeah, he, he did. He, I mean, he started getting a little pudgy. Um, but Rolled up you look at his numbers, he actually, like, when he was with the Yankees, he hit home runs at a better rate than Alex Rodriguez did. And people don't realize that. Um, he still had some pop, and he still was producing. Um, it's just the fact that, you know, he wasn't that um, gold glove 
center fielder anymore. Well, uh, hopefully he'll get in this year. <sighs> Fucking, right? I mean, uh, I don't know what what else you could possibly say yeah. about him at this point. It's yeah. insane that he's not. It's insane that we're even at this point. It's insane that uh, you think the Phillies are going to beat the Braves. Yeah, also I'm not going to give you a chance to respond to that. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, we got to get out of here. Go ahead and fucking read us out of here. We got to do another show. We will see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in to Drinking Bro Sports. Follow, subscribe to us on YouTube, and uh, we'll see you later. Yeah.